grand rising good morning shalom wadu however you guys want to put it i am coming again your host yamaya Ra, to another episode of 360 healing together so you know i say i'm random well it's random it's mercury retrograde what other time for a gemini to go live on their podcast <laughs> okay so this rising started off very weird i got no sleep okay like sleep was on and off um as if many don't know, um, my mother transcended March 23rd, and I'm healing. So, I'm healing. I know last podcast I was talking about how to recognize you need healing, um, and... I pointed out a few things from past relationships of how I needed healing, um, how I saw I needed healing, and how I began on my journey. But this podcast, this episode, um, I'm going to say, it's, it's like I say, I'm, I'm random, I'm fresh, and um, I'm just straight off the dome with it. <laughs> so, um, I'm in traffic. Anyways, whatever. I don't even know have a destination. I'm just driving. Um Okay, so let me jump into it. <laughs> like I said, it is Mercury retrograde and this rising when I got up, I was off. I couldn't sleep. I was feeling so many different ways. Um I remember going to bed and I don't remember going to bed. Um in a sense of, I remember laying there, but it's almost as if I never went to sleep because, again, I didn't, I didn't get any sleep. I didn't get sleep. And uh, anywho, so when I got up, I was getting myself together, getting my children together for school this uh, morning. Uh, I just noticed that I just felt off. I just felt like I was my mother in a sense. I was doing my normal routine, but getting on their asses. Like I was telling them, pick this up, clean this up, and make sure you make up your beds. I mean, I tell them that every morning, but this morning, it was just as if my mom, like, you know, I'm making up my bed the way I was looking. I didn't even you know, half-ass make my bed, as she would say, I just was doing it, you know, and, um, the whole time, I was just, like, thinking, you know, like, I'm going to my mama's house, I'm going to my mama's house, you know, I'm, this is one of those mornings that I would feel, you know, that I'm going to my mom's house, <clears throat> so then I tell the children, oh, might I add that this week has been star week as well for the children, and so, I tell the children, like, you know, okay, you guys, you know, need to come on. But my oldest daughter has to be at school before everyone else. And um, I drop her off. Oh, got everyone ready, including the baby, including the two-year-old. So, um, got to drop her off, drop my uh, second to the oldest daughter off. 
And then I look back at my son and I just started talking to him. And right now, me and my son, we're experiencing teenage hormonal growth problems. Like he's fresh. <laughs> I'm not a man, a boy. I don't know. I didn't have these issues, you know. I didn't. 14, I wasn't. I was thinking about playing sports. I was in a church choir. Like a church girl, you know. Um, but anyhow, yeah. So we were talking and I'm actually, I'm chastising him. And as I'm chastising my son, I just started thinking about what my father and my mother was teaching me when I did come into the teenage hormonal growth stage and that's what I'm just gonna call that okay um but yeah my mom okay oh wow my dad when I lost my virginity and my dad found out I was living with my dad and my dad shipped my ass to Dallas Texas he was like oh no hell no like (laughs) you're going back to your mama I can't put up with this shit and so he put me at my grandmother's house <laughs> for the remainder of the week till the weekend came till it was time for him to be off to take me to Dallas okay but anyway so I'm as I'm talking to him and I'm reflecting on you know the conversation my dad would w- you know had with me and then my mom and my mom she didn't have the conversation with me she just was like (laughs) you know a black mama man black mamas be like you got me effed up you got me fucked up (laughs) you know like but however she didn't she didn't do me way my dad did my dad was just like oh no you a girl i can't deal with it but however with my son my dad was the one that introduced it and told me that my son is having those having some teenage hormonal growth problems and I was like what you know I mean I felt great that he could go to my father and talk to him but at the same time I'm like damn you know like damn (laughs) oh I'm crying because it's my baby it's my oldest I don't care. You can be a damn good mom, but you still... There's just some shit you can't protect your child from. But however... um, Shit. My son. He understood me this morning. And so I was just like... He's so mannerable and so respectful. He was just like, yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. And it's like, damn, no, how many, how many yes, ma'ams I'm getting? He's like, he, you know, he's still my baby. So this morning I was just having a, a breakdown. So I was like, hey, you got 40 minutes till you have to be at school. You want to go get some breakfast? He was like, yeah, sure. So we go to Chick fil A. And this is the reason why. So shout out to. Renee 
and Chick-fil-A out for 80 and 40. <laughs> because I pull up after having this conversation with my son and I'm feeling some type of way. Not only mind you, I'm still going to my mom's house. I say I didn't have a destination, but I really do because I just want to go and sit. And her grave is in East Texas and I don't believe in sitting with at the grave. I'm just going to keep it real because it's like she not there. I know she's not there. But just going to her earthly home, I can I, the memories that I have there. I just want to go and sit and be there. Like this morning will be a morning I go and I have a smoke and I drink my coffee with my mama. And it wouldn't have been no Chick Fil A. It wouldn't have been. It would have been glorious kitchen. <laughs> oh, so this Mercury. Um, okay. Oh, so. Speeding all up to get into Chick-fil-A, I meet Renee. And like I'm like ordering my food. I'm trying to order and get my stuff together, make sure it's canned, you know, like to start my order and stuff, and it won't. And then she was like, Oh, it's okay, girl. And I was like, Oh girl, I said, I'm sorry, I'm just having an off morning. And she was like, Yeah, she's like, I don't understand. She's like, Oh, is this Mercury retrograde? And I'm just like and I just started smiling and I just started crying and then she started crying and then I looked back at my son I said see I'm not crazy because y'all I'm telling you okay so on this healing journey on my spiritual journey it's like so overwhelmed I'm already an emotional person but like there's no such thing as a coincidence because then Renee tells me <laughs> she was like are you a Gemini and I was like yes yeah. she was like oh my gosh we're affected even more by it. I'm just like, yes, girl. Like, 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 you know, like, you know, you know, like, like, you know, oh my gosh, <laughs> this man almost hit me, y'all. So I'm like, oh my gosh. And I had my signal light on. Bless you, queen here. Um, but yes, yeah, so like, okay, so after her telling me that and I already knew this and I had was telling my son and them too when all the kids were in the car I was telling them about Mercury retrograde and how it's been we feel and then I also you know what thinking and telling you guys my daughter is a Gemini and I told Renee this and I have to give her an apology because this morning I honestly like she was moving like how I was moving this morning she took her shower slow like I was taking a shower so like and I have to and I was telling her about Mercury retrograde but however not understanding like she's a Gemini but I'm actually sit back but she's actually feeling the way she's feeling because she's a Gemini <laughs> And she's not understanding of how she's feeling. So I understand that. Um, so I need to give her an apology because I was kind of really on her case this morning. <laughs> but however, I don't give a damn. I'm still a mama first. <laughs> okay, but anyway, so yes. So shout out to Renee at Chick-fil-A because that made the bigger difference for me. And then she was like, the just this kind where she was like, it's okay. We're going to get it together. And I'm just like, yeah, like. I've been ready and talking about my podcast 
And here it is. I honestly, I build business credit on the side and personal credit. Um, but I don't be honest. I just, I stopped fucking with personal credit because people don't have the discipline enough to actually be patient and wait on the process. I mean, I mean, not only wait on the, uh, on the process, but for the results. So I stopped dealing with people with personal credit and I should move to business credit because people understand that this business that they're building, this is their back. This is their baby. They're rebirthing. They're birthing a child, you know, so they understand the importance and the patience that comes with that. Um, and the investment, because it is an investment, like how much are you willing to invest in yourself? Um, which also goes into personal credit. So when I see people playing with their personal life, I like, you know, you ain't the client for me. And so, uh, yeah. But that's another story for another episode on 360 Healing Together podcast. Okay. So, yeah. So I give thanks to her because she pushed me to see the greater things, to push through this. Not only am I being affected by this Mercury retrograde? Not only am I, you know, going through the healing process of my mother's transcendence of her no longer being here in this earthly realm, I still have the power tools that she's provided me. I still have my strength. Her strength is in me. Not only that, I want to give a special shout out to my love, um, Terrell. (laughs) Because... He just told me this yesterday, too, uh, or sometime this week, because we talk a lot, but some encouraging words. Girl, don't do that. Don't take your clothes off. This girl loves to take her clothes off. But anyways, please, like I said, I'm random. Please pardon me. But however, um, yeah, it's like I'm giving a shout out to him because... The words that he has given me, like, you know, losing a parent, no one, like, you're not prepared. You know, your parents tell you, you know, one day I will no longer be here, y'all, this and that, but you're not prepared to lose your loved one. You're not prepared to cope with it. You don't know how. Like, I mean, I went mute with my family, you know, my siblings, and then six of us, and I went mute because I'm like, I'll get into the story about that later, but because uh, I do want to speak on that, because that's a that's a whole nother healing process within itself that I will I want to speak on because fuck it I'm probably gonna speak on as soon as I get to my mama's place, okay? As soon as I get to my mama's house, I'm gonna speak on that. But um, anyways, yeah, like. Um, Y'all, it's a lot of shit going on 35. This construction, police, you know, just being careful while I'm live. But um, anyways, uh, yeah, like, Renee, I mean, not the Renee, but Terrell uh, gave me some encouraging words. And honestly, to, to, to be with someone, to that has has experienced what you have experienced um, and that resonates with the pain that you, you know what I'm saying, you're, you're dealing with, that you're coping with, the healing process, it feels good. Um, I have people, you know, uh, my children's fathers that reached out, you know, they have given me their empathy, 
but really don't understand what it what I feel you know and not only him being a lover in my life but him also being someone that <laughs> work with the dead every day um so let's give a brief little input on my business Terrell is the man that I am seeing I'm currently I'm gonna say I'm gonna look I'm getting tired tongue and all this tea. you know when you got a you got a man you like him you feel it you get all it yeah <laughs> but anyway so Terrell is the guy that I'm currently dating that I'm seeing I'm courting or whatever however you want to call that all that in a bag of chips that's him and um yeah so I do give thanks to that um relationship that we're building that bond um that we have um and then also I'm giving thanks to the you know to him in this healing process because out of all the people he is one of the most people that has been very influential during this time um because death is inevitable you know and um understanding that you know we all have a time to go you know and these attachments that we have is what really brings us to grips on how are you going to be able to heal attachments or something else even I mean, like in relationships platonic relationships you know that you have with others like you grow fond of that attachment and sometimes when that relationship is over with we don't know how to let go as i was speaking on previously in my last you know episode those attachments they do numbers on us they do numbers to where we're like we put ourselves in positions because of the attachment that we have to that person which also gets me into you know the whole soul tie but um not to jump ahead of myself those attachments you know saying like I said it determines on how you heal and to understand that we're here only temporarily that's the ultimate attachment that I feel we need to have understanding you're temporarily everyone is temporarily you don't know when it's your time to go whether it can be from being six feet I mean um, your soul transcending or whether it can be from leaving an individual who no longer serves purpose in your life at that time and so during this mercury retrograde i am not only put forth to see that i need to let go of of those attachments like <laughs> right now i'm going to my mom's house i'm going that's an attachment to that memory that I still had. And I'm going to say this is my second time going to her house like on a random 
just on a random. Um, this is my second time going to her house since she's transcended. And this is one of those mornings that when I say I'm crying out, I'm crying out. I don't want to lose the attachment, but I know I have to. And that's my lesson. And so I give thanks to Renee. I'll say this. It's something about the name Renee, too. <laughs> that have an attachment to my mom. Renee, I really feel like my mom used you to push me onto this podcast because my mom, in her last days, she told me she just like she, she couldn't say anything uh, because she had a stroke and a stroke. She was left alone for so long that uh, she couldn't speak again and she lost feeling on her right side. And uh, she said, um, you got to get it, get it. You got to get it, get it. You better get it, get it. And every time when she come to me and say that, I know I got to get it. Like, I know I got to keep pushing. I got to keep pushing. And so, Renee, you sent me to push it, to get it, get it. (laughs) And um, I even told Renee this morning, I was like, I have a podcast. She was like, you do? And I was like, yeah. And then we started yapping, you know, then I put my order in. And then she came back and after I, you know, placed my order, she was like, what's your podcast? And I said, 360 Healing Together. Because we don't understand how much we really need one another. This morning, Renee, I got up. I got up feeling so off feeling all type of ways missing my mama can't sleep and I come there and you remind me that I have to get it that I have to keep pushing and and then you say we gonna get it together It's 360 healing together. Those little bit of words, I needed that. I needed that. I'm a very strong person. I don't call on nobody. I don't tell anybody what the fuck I'm dealing with, what I'm going through. Even the men in my life that have been in my life will tell you I don't, I don't, I'm very strong and independent. But I'm very submissive. But now I'm being vulnerable. <laughs> I'm being vulnerable. I'm being fully vulnerable. After going through some powerful shit I just went through with my child's father, having another child receiving news of, you know, my mom being sick to, you know, the transcendence of my mom this soon to, man, I'm here on this, like, this what your mama, this what your, 
I'm really being vulnerable. I'm letting people fucking know me that don't fucking know me. Like, a motherfucker can look at me from the outside and be like, damn, Cece, you doing good. Dang, your Maya, your dang queen, I commend you. I compliment you. And I'm like, the dark shadows I'm going through. I started writing me a book. And it's pretty much... I don't even have a title for it. But I believe that this is going to be the first book of 360 Healing Together. And I got inspiration from this book from my ancestors and from... And when I say my ancestors, I don't need nobody getting spooked the fuck off. And if you spook the fuck off, you're not even supposed to be on this podcast. But your ancestors are within you. It is in your DNA. You know, for so long, my lineage has been quiet. For so long, my lineage has been just subtle to their own thoughts. You know, and it's time I put it out there. So yesterday I was doing some shadow work. Well, what I thought was shadow work, but actually started turning it to being a book. Um, and I want to give a special thanks to my friend Bettina Ballard, who's graduating law school this month on the 21st in New Orleans. No, it's in Baton Rouge. Sorry. Um, but she um, she believed in me to help her type her 18-page essay that she had wrote in for her exit exam and it had to be typed it was a t- she what she thought at the time that it had to be typed within three hours and mother's day weekend i put time aside and dedicated it to that and rereading like we, we, I had a. She was testing me out first before I can actually do it, and actually, she did like forty something more words faster than I did. Like I think I only got like, like I got like two seventy five, and she got like three something. And I'm like, dang, like girl, you can do this. Like you know, you don't need me. You can really do this. And uh, long story short. I saw that it, it just brought excitement back to my eyes. <laughs> because I love to write. <laughs> I'm, I'm almost there to my mom's. Well, I'm actually here. I'm just coming around the curb. But no, I love to write. And then I'm going to say this. At 14, I wrote my mom a letter. And on that letter, I was trying to open up and explain to my mom who I was and tell her, you know, about me because she asked me, she said, um, she was curious as to, you know, um, she was curious as to, um, me and my, you know, well, 
as teenagers friends like we used to pass notes and stuff in between classes and stuff and you know do all those drop downs and shit well like you know i would be excited you know how girls was we'd be excited to write in our colorful pens you know and stuff like that we just be talking and we wouldn't have nothing to talk about in those letters but we just would talk and um wasn't no gossiping shit it was just like us being girls and really seeing that like uh my mom she saw that and so she said uh she said to me what are y'all she said what y'all write and and so i showed her the letters that we write and stuff and that's how innocent i was at 14 like i i had my mind wasn't on you know sexual things it was just being an innocent young girl and my mom was like, um, okay, uh, well, how, we, you know, how about we write letters? And I was like, okay, you know, mama, let's, let's do this, you know? And so also I'm going to add, at that time, my brother had been deceased, uh, for two years. And, um, it was like, uh, my mom, I didn't know that I didn't, I didn't understand her healing because my mom, that was her second child. Actually, it was her fourth child because she lost a set of twins and she lost a son at six and then my brother at 26. And we're going to get into these patterns and the numbers and the generational cycles and stuff like that later on, deeper on into these next episodes. But anyways, um, yeah, so like I didn't understand my mom was going through her healing process. And also at the age of 14, my mom got married. So that's another thing. So 14 really on my end is showing me a big significant number and I'll d- dwell into that later on um because my mom has always told me numbers and names mean a lot and I didn't understand that and now I do okay okay um so wrote my mom a letter and the entire time um we only she only wrote me two letters and the first letter was, you know, like, she did, she tried to write copy of how I wrote my first, because I started it off, and then I started it off, and she tried to copy how I do it, you know, like how you drop down, you be like, anyways, I'm trying to give y'all a visualization, if you're in my era, how we used to write letters and stuff, you know, and we drop down, do anyways, or next subject, you know, how you make it to where you got to, you know, you want to make it to where you got two two uh page a two page letter so where you can fold it and do your pretty little pocket letters and shit. Man, we did girls. We was something girls and oh wow, it's funny because it's really showing how us women as young girls we were so creative tech tapping into our creative side. We like innocent a woman's nature to be creative and loving and nurturing and submissive. You know, like. We're not supposed to be these fucking hard asses that society wants us to be. Okay, but anyways, so yeah, so um, we wrote the letters and then my mom was like, um, we had, we had stopped. What happened? Oh yeah, so then she second letter came back. So then I was wanting to keep going because I'm a Gemini. I love to talk <laughs> and, you know, I want to keep going and she didn't. And I didn't understand that, like, her mental space, she wasn't there. And I'll never forget that night. Like, I, I got an attitude and I got mad. And I was like, well, don't ask me to write no letters then. Like, and because it meant something to me. And I 
felt like I was bonding with my mom. I was beginning to bond with her. And I was feel like I was beginning, like, through the letters, that was my way of expressing things to her. And I was going to be able to tell her, you know, a lot more about me. But when she stopped and didn't want to write the letters anymore, that was like the stop of the communication. And wow, I did not notice that until now that I'm saying this to you guys. I mean, speaking this. Um, yeah, wow. So, yeah. So, okay. So, yeah. So, that stopped the communication and that was a resentment. And in my mom's last days, um, I, and in my book, I will get in more in depth into it because... Um, I, 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 like, I, I wrote this down, um, yesterday, um, um, that, like, in 2018, my mom came to my place, she asked for forgiveness, and, a huh, woman didn't have to ask me that, she didn't have to ask me that, because I didn't, in her last days, I told her, I said, mama, I didn't understand I only understood from a child's point of view. From a child's point of view, I understood and I was selfish because I just wanted my mama. And I told her, I said, uh, throughout the years, I told her, I was like, mama, I understand you were grieving, but you had other children to raise. And she said, I never looked at it like that when you said it. She said she never had nobody put it to her like that. And again, we gotta forgive our parents for what they wasn't taught because my mama, mama didn't teach her this, and that's when I told my mama in her last day, generational curses, trauma stops here. It stopped because my mama, some things that she expressed to me, some things that I've heard. I don't give a fuck. And I'm going to say this. I don't give a fuck what a motherfucker may say. My mom went through some rough shit. And back in the day, I my spirit does not want to go to Jasper, Texas. If they can drag a man. And from my understanding, that James Bird left my uncle's house. That's too... You see how... That's my uncle... And I'm going to speak on this shit. The uncle house that he left playing dominoes from was the same uncle that shot my mom in the stomach. My daddy has always told me to be mindful of going around my mom's family and going around Jasper, Texas. And I'm not just saying like my mom's family, all of them are just bad people. But you got people that have a dark past, or you know what I'm saying, that don't know why they've done shit because they haven't had that proper healing. And I'm going to speak on that motherfucking shit. My spirit don't sit well that way. I don't go there. Only time I go there is for funerals, and I hate that. And it's just like taking my mom back down that road when I help put my mom in that van from this parking lot. I knew that was it. I wasn't going to Jasper, Texas. Because that was it for me. Like my mama, she took her last breath here. See, I'm going to tell y'all something. See, you have to understand 
death certificates and birth certificates. Why the fuck do you have a death certificate and a birth certificate? See, the government been having hands on us since our birth. Why the fuck you think they're so against of midwives and home pregnancies and stuff like that? Because they want to stamp on if that star child is coming through or not. What What's coming through? I'm going to speak on that later because I'm jumping ahead myself. And this may be a little bit too advanced for a lot of my viewers. Because a lot of people don't understand where they come from. And you're not going to understand what I'm talking about. So I'm going to slow it down for, the, for those that slow to catch on. Okay. When my mom left from here, the time I let, I knew. I knew that was it. I knew that that was it. In my mom's last days, and this is in my book. I wrote this. This is going to be, and, and look how I'm speaking on this because I know my book is coming out. My book is coming because, y'all, this is bigger than me. This is bigger than me. And I'm trying not to get so overwhelmed right now, but this is bigger than me. And it don't get no bigger than this. But when my mom left from here, I knew that that was it. And I went mute because everything around me was chaotic and my name is Yama Ja but I say Yamaya Ra I like Yamaya I just love the flow of it but it's Yama Ja okay and Yama Ja is the flow of water and when it was chaotic around me I had to be quiet. I had to be subtle. I had to be in my element, in my zone to see and receive the message that was for me. The silence that I gave my family and myself was bigger than me, bigger than the purpose itself. Because time and space is within one. Again, time and space is within one, and it waits on no one. It's just going to keep on going. And when it's chaos, sit still. Be slow to move and quick to think. So I was slow to move and quick to think. My mama is always with me. My mama told me, sit and watch. And I sit and watch how everything went. That's why I gave thanks to my siblings. Because life is about, life is the game of chess. You make your next move, your next move, your best move. And in silence, the master teacher teaches you how to deal with folks because folks will show you how to deal with them. And I gave thanks to everyone that showed me how to deal with them. On this healing process, 
again, I give thanks for those that has been placed in my life and those that are continued to be that those that are continued uh, to be placed in my life because it makes me go within and seek within myself of who I am, of who I really am. <laughs> As I sit here and I'm looking at this view, I'm looking at a tree. When I say this tree in front of my mom's, <laughs> in front of this building, it's so strong and beautiful. I mean, I'm going to say this. It's clean. The area clean. My mom always was big on clean, clean, clean. Cleaning this next to godliness. Cleaning this next to godliness. And as I see here, it's so clean. It's beautiful. And I always say I compare myself to a tree. And when I look at this tree, it's standing strong. It's clean. It's beautiful. It's vibrant. The leaves are there. Um, it's no... <laughs> I would fix say no wooden nickels. <laughs> um, and it's not. Uh, it's no wooden nickels. I mean, it's beautiful. Very beautiful tree. And that's how I look at myself. And the shirt that I have on says original. And that much so I am. And I'm just really, and I'm giving all these, uh, I'm going to say blueprints of, uh, of, of what I'm looking at is because everything within you, you are like everything within you has to come out. Like whatever's in you has to come out. My daughter brought me a shirt this morning. It was a Jordan shirt and it had ice cube on it. And um, she said, mama, you want this shirt to put on? Cause I said, give me a shirt to put on. Cause she had my uh, laundry uh, clothes in her room because she was folding clothes. And so I was like, uh, give me a shirt to put on. And so she gave me the Jordan shirt with Ice Cube on. And I was like, uh-uh, I don't want And I, I put it on. And then I was like, uh-uh, I don't want that shirt. Like, give me another shirt. And uh, then I told her, I said, uh-uh, never mind. I went and got my own shirt. And it's something because my grandfather I always say when I say my ancestors, see, here it goes back to an example because your ancestors are always with you. Their teachings are always with you. So my grandfather used to tell me because he's been gone 20 years now. He passed away. He was 92. He said my mom's my mom's dad. He said, you want something done, you uh, want something done right. You do it your damn self. So I told her, never mind. I'm getting my own shirt. So I went in there. Got my shirt when I I went right to it. It was like I don't know. It was a black shirt, and it's crazy because the shirt that she brought me was black, but it was another black shirt, and the shirt said original, and it had all the vibrant colors on there, and again, vibrant colors, you know, and you are you, you know what I'm saying is you have to be vibrant. You have to attract that light. Oh y'all, thank you, thank you. I say, I say, thank you, Amen. Um. So I put this shirt on. I'm like, yeah, like this is how I'm feeling. It resonated with how I'm feeling this morning. I'm feeling original. I jump on my podcast here. What well, I'm feeling original is random. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's raw. It's natural. I'm not giving you no fake side, no nothing. Like I'm giving you the uncut me, the untold stories. Like you want to know how I heal? This is how I heal. You know what I'm saying? Like, okay, yeah. So boom, get my shirt, you know, put it on. And then, um, 
Um, <laughs> here I am, man. Here I am. But I'm not gonna keep y'all uh, going because this is Friday. Um, I want to go and get my toes done. My baby done went to sleep in his back seat. I feel like I came over here like this was my push. I even told my best friend, shout out to her, Sundria. Um, I was like, I try not to come on this side of town because I think of my mom. But understanding that attachments, I have to let go. You know what I'm saying? Again, this is a thank you, Renee. A big shout out to you again because and, and Terrell. Because attachments, you know what I'm saying? Attachments are temporarily. And why I'm here in this life. Um, understanding that you know the attachment that I have to this reality is just is, is you know saying it's the temporarily attachment don't get stuck in this in the matrix and so um I'm enjoying these attachments um when I do come over here I don't want it I don't want to be on my pity party um so I'm not gonna say this is my last time coming to sit in this parking lot because it's so many memories that I have you know, from picking her up every morning and taking her at work for seven months straight. I did that in the year of 2017. Um, woo, girl. I love you, queen. Um, to the parties. I'm talking about y'all. We turn this parking lot up, okay? We turn it up. And her whole neighbors, everybody knew Miss Gloria. Like, they knew all her children was over here. And she sent plates, like, y'all. My mama cooked. She fed the community. She was a queen. She was a... She was Yamaja. And Yamaja's spirit has really transcended and passed on to me. <laughs> Woo-wee. I felt that. And, uh... Yeah, she, she was a mother. She was a nurturer. She made sure she fed her village. And that was another thing, y'all, this morning sent Cameron's son, I mean Cameron's oh lord, what the hell <laughs> Cameron's uh, friend he called he called my cell phone and cause I took Cameron's phone from him and uh so he called my uh, cell phone and I gave it to Cameron to answer the phone to talk to him and I told Cam Cameron talking about what's up, like you know like what you want <laughs> I'm like man don't talk to him like that Cam like Tell him we had Chick-fil-A, you know, because when Cameron's friend come every morning to uh, to walk him, uh, to walk the school together. But since Cameron's been going through like this little process, I've been telling him like, no, I'll take you to school. So anyways, uh, long story short, I'm just like, you know, Cam, like, shoot, see if the little boy like, you know, if he hungry, tell him we had Chick-fil-A, we getting him something to eat. You know, like we getting something to eat, ask him if he wants something. And so he eventually he was like, uh, when he, he was like, yeah, he wants something. He wants, you know, uh, uh a chick a chick-fil-a sandwich i was like oh no nah. like it's breakfast time you know so i just went ahead and got the biscuit anyways long story short that's something that's my mom my mom my friends all my friends know that you come to my mom's house she gonna feed you my even my exes you know what I'm saying um they know like miss gloria oh shoot she gonna cook like you know what I'm saying <laughs> she invites you she invites she's that southern country woman and that it, it's, it's in me and so thank you Terrell because you just told me this and I know 
it's easier said than done but i have to keep putting in the work the shadow work and this is the shadow work because again this is 360 healing together he told me that your mother is in you you know and she really is my mama saw that you know and even in her last days the the month before uh literally exactly a month before she had her stroke i told her after leaving from um dinner with um my three girlfriends ashley tiara and Brittany, and i told her i left left downtown that night came to my mom's and told her mama if you leave this world today or tomorrow i am okay i can stand and i don't know what made me tell her that i know i had been had you know two drinks that night but i don't know what made me tell her that because i know my mom didn't talk about her health to me and she just showed us so strong and that night well that morning at 4 56 that morning she texted me in past tense and said i saw my daughter i saw you the woman who you've become and i told my siblings my oldest sister i told her i said you know mama texted me in past tense and then not only that but the number she texted me in past tense but then i had to look at the time four five six it was also in transcending. It was a, you know, those are transcending numbers. So she, it was a past tense, but it was also, it was a, it was a message from the past to the future. If you understand what I'm saying and understand these numbers, man, because I'm telling you, doing your healing process, understand attachments and then understand your alignment. You know what I'm saying? Alignment with your purpose. Cause it's real. But, uh, Anyways, like I said, I'm not going to hold y'all because it can get deeper and deeper. But thank you for tuning in to another episode of 360 Healing Together with your host, Yamaya Ra. Peace out.